0: Hi, my name is Druyanne Arney, and I'm a licensed clinical social worker and host of the Cultivative Conversation podcast. Join me as I engage listeners in conversation about mental health-related topics and use questions designed to assist with exploring things of gratitude, nostalgia, sharing, and learning to normalize mental hygiene and to invoke togetherness and intimacy through conversation. I hope to talk to you soon.
1: everyone and welcome back to my podcast. Um if I'm too bright I'm sorry. It's just I'm trying to get used to the light that I have. But anyhow, um let's get started. So today's episode is all about what kind of changes is um coming for me and what am I doing to change things in my life and why. Um I I need to make a lot of changes and I mean a lot of changes because if I don't I'm just going to keep going on the same path. I'm always going on where I just say, I'm going to do something and I don't do it. So, um, I decided to take about, about it. It's like, who gives a crap? I'm going to do it. And I don't care what anybody has to say. So these are the changes I've made. I am now making myself a routine and the routine that I'm making is actually, um, a routine that I started where I'm writing down the routine that I want to do during the day.
0: And I did, I did
1: a short for it, um, showing people what I'm supposed to be doing today. I'm supposed I made, I had to call the doctor's office, which I did because I missed the doctor's appointment with my daughter. Um, I was supposed to, um, go to, the, you know, I was supposed to work out, but I didn't work out today, which, um, I could still do some yoga before I go to bed, which I'm going to, um, I'm supposed to have a shower today. Um, I'm supposed to be making dinner dinners on right now. And, um, yeah, like things like that, like, um, important things I have to do, I'm actually doing it. Um, I'm putting it down on a routine and, and everything like that. Um, like I'll, I'll put the TikTok, the, the, the short that I did right here so you can see it. I'll, or I'll put it right here. Um, but yeah, like that's what I am doing. I'm even um, trying to make a schedule of what kind of workouts to do. I'm going to keep track of it. Like, today I didn't do any workouts like, say, squats or I didn't do resisting bands or any of that stuff. So, tomorrow I'll do something different. But I actually printed off three weeks' worth of stuff. So, I have three weeks to do it and get it under control. The other thing that I'm doing is I'm actually um, making a budget now. So what i'm doing for my budget is i'm using my two incomes that i have coming in through the month which is i'm sorry for saying this is fixed income so if you guys know what i'm talking about um if you're in canada um so i'm using those two incomes my child tax and, ODSP, and i'm making an, uh, a budget for it and that is the budget i have to follow so i have a budget where i have to pay my rent i have to pay my car payment i have to make a payment towards my car insurance and everything like that. So I, I have to follow that budget for this month. And then next month I'll do another budget. I even did a video on it. So I linked my YouTube channel down below, um, on my podcast on this episode, um, go check out my YouTube channel. You can find everything there. I do have a book channel where I talk about books and reviews and, um, what book I'm reading now I'm reading a romance because it is February. Um, and that, and I have been reading the 101 essays. That's the other thing. I'm going to be reading a lot of, um, self-help books this, this, um, next couple months to help me through my mental health, but at the same time, actually help me, um, motivate myself to do all this and everything like that. So if I can motivate myself and read a book to help me motivate myself to do the workout, to do, get up every morning at six o'clock get the kids off to school, get the lunches made, you know, clean the house, uh, clean my room, make my bed, things like that. That is the kind of stuff that I want to make changes in my life to make myself feel better and feel like I'm accomplishing something. The other thing I want to do is I actually want to start finding a place that's one of the changes that is going to come in my life this year and I'm going to make sure of it and I'm going to manifest it and I'm going to pray to God. I'm going to keep praying and say, Hey, I need my own place. Because right now I live with my parents, okay? And that is the thing. Like, just getting my own place is the main thing to share, but at the same time. The other thing is, is that I'm trying to get my sister, who is um, a book channel, YouTuber. She's a YouTuber herself. She does a lot of things on books, on little libraries. I'm trying to get her to start a podcast because she loves books. She loves to read and she's always has loved to read. And I'm hoping that maybe we can do a collaboration or something on our podcasts about things. But we'll see what happens, right? We'll, we'll see. We'll see what we can do. But that's, that's the thing. Like, that comes with time. That comes with change. The other thing I want to change is um, going to bed on time. Like, going to bed at a good time. Like, going to bed at, at 8 o'clock at night and then waking up at 6 o'clock. Having a good 8 hours sleep will help me um, function every day just to be able to do things, that is the major thing that I want to do, is just make a lot of, a lot of changes in my life, making, that would be good for me, getting out of the habits that I'm used to, getting out of the habits that I know that I shouldn't be in, and I know I shouldn't have, but those habits are going to uh, disappear in time. Like me logging that was supposed to happen today to put up a video because I fixed my um I fixed my um banner for my YouTube channel, sure. right? And it, it says Monday, Wednesday and Friday I'll be putting videos up on that channel. But I have a fitness channel and I have to fi- and I'm gonna be working on that on Kavanaugh is where I will be work be doing the the, the, the um fitness thing. Um we doing the um banner on my um, YouTube channel for that so I'll be working on that tonight and um, I'm hoping like I'm not gonna go all out like I used to like I used to think oh these people have this this youtuber has that need this this." no no that's not the way I'm doing it I'm just gonna do it simple and normal and The way I like it. I'm not gonna do what I think that people want to see on my channel No, I'm gonna do what I want to do and that's the one thing that I need to change in my attitude and in my head it's like um don't do what this person's doing. Do what you want to do. Don't follow this person because this person's doing it. It's working for them, but this could work for you, or this could work for you. You know what I mean? Like, I have to figure that out. I, and it's going to take time, like I said. I'm going to keep saying it, but making a routine, getting on a routine, um, and getting on a budget, and just managing my money right, and then doing my fitness goals and my my habits and, and writing it all down and even writing in my journal. I want to do that. I want to be able to do all that stuff. But the reason I want to do this is because of the fact that I have made wrong choices in the last six years of doing YouTube. And I thought I was making the right choices for my channels and I haven't been. So I do a lot of shorts too. I do a lot of TikToks. I do a lot of that stuff, but I even have an Instagram where I put up self-help stuff from TikToks, some other people's TikToks that they put. And I think that the fact that, and I even do it on Facebook and the th- fact that I do that is helping me understand what I need to do and not to listen to other people and not to listen to the people around me. Right. But yeah, but that's the thing, right? You got to make these changes or into function and to be able to get somewhere in life. So if I want to do something, I'm going to do it and if I don't care what that person has to say, like just recently I put uh, a short up about my nails. I got my nails done last week and somebody made a comment called saying dumb, dumb, ugly video, YouTube video, whatever it is. And that didn't, I just deleted that comment because it was like going, I don't care what you have to say. I like my nails. They look good on me. I feel comfortable with them and it takes a lot for me to do something. So that's the other thing I'm going to change. It's coming out of my comfort place and just doing it. Just do it and not let anybody stop you otherwise. The other thing is, is I did, uh, what is it? I recorded myself. I, I didn't record myself, but I recorded myself, um, like doing, um, oh, freak, what is it called?
0: Um, I,
1: I wrote up my to-do list yesterday and I actually put it all out and then I did a short for it and the guy made a comment. I'll show you. The guy made a comment on this. Like, okay, that's how I write. You got a problem with it. Don't make a comment on it. I don't have to put A and B at all. I just put the at sign and there you go. To-do list at routine at scheduling. I did that because I couldn't put it right next to each other. And I didn't want to waste any paper because paper is expensive. Let me tell you that. I went and bought paper one day and it cost me $47 just for paper for my printer inks even expensive it's it's going to
0: go. that's
1: not the point the point is is a lot of things are going to be changing in my life in the next 12 11 months of this year and i'm hoping that by december those changes that i make are good for me and good for my children but plus are good for me because of of my habits that i have that is the one thing that i want to change is my habits my bad habits that i have I have the habit of, um, you know, eating too much junk food, drinking too much, um, bubbly, which, which I do. And I'm trying to take myself off pop, but I'm having difficulties doing that. So sometimes I need a pop, but sometimes it like when I had COVID over the summer, it tasted more like watery, like it was watered down and everything. But yeah. But the point is this, is that, sorry about that. That's my niece in the background. I live with my family if you hear any noises. But the sad thing is is that if you wanna change your habits, you can do it. Don't let anybody stop you. I wanna start going back to the gym. I wanna start working out. And those are the habits that I wanna get into. Right now, I'm not into those habits. Right now, I sit on my bed, I watch TV, I go on my phone, I do all of that. I'm even getting a lock thing from my phone here to go into. So when I have to do something like this, or I have to do a video or a book video, or if I have to read a book, I can put it in the lockbox for, let's say an hour or an hour and a half and be able to do that stuff. Okay. To be able to do that stuff and not have to go back on my phone and be able to be distracted by it. And I've seen YouTubers use those boxes to clean their houses, to do what they need to do because they're on their phone constantly. They'll go on TikTok like I do. I'm not saying anything's against it. I go on TikTok and I just swipe up, and I keep swiping up, and I keep swiping up, and I like and I follow and things like that on TikTok. I even do it on YouTube. I watch a lot of shorts and like follow subscribe. That's what I do, and I have to get out of that. Like I'm not gonna get. I, I like to follow and subscribe to people, but I have to get to the point to where. I do what I need to do to get it done. I've ordered a lot of things off of Etsy that has to do with PD files to all of that to help me with stuff. And like I showed you there, my routine thing and my to-do list and getting on a schedule and everything like that. That is actually something I I printed off from Etsy. I bought it from Etsy and it actually has, I used it last year for a bit and it was helping me to get things done and remind me that I have to do some stuff. The other things too, the budget, all of it. (coughs) um all of it i had you know i got it from etsy and i bought it for like maybe three to four bucks and i even bought an adhd because i have adhd and i and you you guys probably know that who's been listening to me um i even bought an adhd journal and to help me with some stuff like making my bed you know brushing my teeth you know just to remind me to do certain things because i get into the habit where i just don't want to do it and then there's the um the one is scheduling the one is the other one is scheduling um yeah so yeah like that's pretty much it but that's the thing right you got to be able to do it and the other one is making appointments and everything i forgot about a doctor's appointment today guys and it was for my daughter and me. me and my daughter got mad at me because it was at 9 30 in the morning and i forgot to write it down and i don't know if there's any parents, parents listening to this but i I don't know if you guys do the exactly the same thing, but you guys forget to write things down and you forget that there's appointments and everything like that. And you feel like crap after. I felt really like crap because she needed to see the doctor, but I rebooked it for the 27th at 2.30. And I feel so bad because she wants to see the doctor because her mental health is off. Um, her anxiety is like this, like going up and down and that's So like, I'm just, I gotta get her to the doctor. I gotta get myself to the doctor's, too.
0: But, um, but yeah,
1: like it's, it's it's, just so much. And it's like going, it's like with doing my podcasts. I wanna do more episodes on my podcast, get it noticed, and everything like that. I wanna get out there and just say, hey, you know what? I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. And I'm gonna do it. And that's all to it. But, like I said, just by talking about it, just by getting into those habits and making those changes in my life is going to be
0: an amazing benefit
1: for me but it's going to be an amazing benefit for my children and my my family and everything and probably I'll see a difference in myself like this summer I want to go do a lot of trails because I have a series on my YouTube channel my main channel with this ghost and I um, go and do trails and I, I have one more to do where we were and um, we're going to do that probably in March or April because I don't know what the weather's going to be like, because sometimes we have some types of weathers in Canada. That's not good. And that is good. Um, we have times where we like, I live in the country and we're like, um, stuck at home because we are, we can't get out or it's too cold or the roads are too bad. So it, it's kind of hard for us to judge it in, in March. We usually get an ice storm for the last winter and when we get that we have to um, be careful because like that ice storm i drove in it before like three years about well, six years ago I drove in it from London to home when I was living in Stratford and it was awful and I mean awful guys like I had to drive on the side of the road to be able to get home because that's how bad the roads were And it, like I will never do that again. My car stays parked and that's all to it and I don't drive when that ice storm comes around but I don't know if we're gonna get it this year like we've had some really bad winter weather lately and um, we've been having cold fronts and all of that stuff so I don't know what we're doing. Um, if the groundhog saw his, I don't follow that, but if the groundhog saw his little um, shadow then we're gonna not have an extra six weeks of snow. But if you didn't, we will, but no matter what, we always... And that's the thing that nobody understands here. We always have six weeks of extra snow, even though the groundhog has seen his shadow. And we always do. And that's coming from somebody in Canada. I don't know about what the Canadians think, but that's what I think. Like, we we go through it, you know? But like I was saying, like... When the summer comes, pulling out the shorts, pulling out the swimsuits, going to the beach, coming out of my comfort place. I have two-piece swimsuits. I have, I have it all, and I'm actually going to be doing a swimsuit haul on my one chan on this channel, and um, and I'm going to try them on. I'm going to come out of my comfort place, and I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to say, you know, scream. I'm going to do it. I don't care what people think of me. I do, but I don't care what other people think of me because this is my body, not theirs. But I have to figure out what I'm going to do and when I'm going to do it and just do it. If I come back on this week and do another episode of a podcast, I come back on and do another episode of this podcast. If you're listening to me, thank you for listening to me. Thank you for giving me this chance. Thank you for downloading it. Thank you for coming and listening to me rant and rave about my struggles of losing weight, of my struggles with my mental health, with with all of it, with talking about my ADHD, all of it. Like, thank you so much for giving me this opportunity to tell you how I'm doing and how life is affecting me in everyday life and trying to lose the weight and struggling with gaining it and losing it and gaining it and losing it. Thank you so much for listening to me. But the truth is this is that I know I have to get my life on track. I know I have to get my life back to normal and it's going to take a while since you know, our lives were all turned upside down in 2020 when we all had to be stay, kept home with our families and everything like that. I understand. I totally did. But as for, you know, the losing of the weight, going back to the gym, I, I was going to the gym there for a bit, but then I stopped. But I want to go back and I have to get that habit in where I go at, say, five, six o'clock in the morning, going to the gym, starting my day at that time, coming home, sending the kids off to school. Then go and doing yoga, do a yoga class, do this, do that. I need to get into that habit, and it's gonna take a while. And I'm gonna keep talking about it on this podcast about my habits and how I'm dealing with them. But dealing with losing weight, I'm I'm struggling. Like I I go up and down from two fifty two. I I'm not two fifty one, and I'm sticking at two fifty one, and it's irritating to no end that. I'm sticking it, and I know that I have to get to love my body, but I have a problem with that. I can't, lo- I don't love my body. body. I don't like my body. I have body, um, body problems. I don't like the way I look. I don't like the way I look in a pair of jeans. I don't, I don't like the, like the way, way, way I look in a pair of joggers. I don't like the way I look in any of that. Stuff. I bought a body suit. I, d- I wore it once and I don't like the fact of how it makes, makes me, me feel. It doesn't sink everything in and you know the sad part is is that when you listen to these people on these commercials and they show you these commercials, don't ever bring everything you see. Because it's all um altered
0: to make you wanna
1: buy it. It's like with the Instagram stuff. I buy things off of Instagram all the time and it's not what I was looking for. It wasn't the thing I was trying to find. It was something else, right? And I've bought a couple things from Instagram and a couple things from Facebook and a couple things. And they're not the products that I see on that I bought. There's something different. And that is the thing. Like, how are you supposed to believe these ads? Like, just recently, I, last month, I purchased something from, not last month, but the month before, I purchased something from Amazon. It was two mystery boxes. Did I get them? Oh, no, I did not. But then I found out it was a scam, and I fell for one of the Amazon scams. Don't ever fall for that. Um, you know, the workout equipment. I bought workout equipment online, and it's not what they say it is in the picture, and it's something different. Um, like, just be careful with the ads that you see out there be- on Instagram and Facebook. On, I haven't bought anything from TikTok. I've watched a lot of videos on TikToks a viral TikToks that have gone viral and they seem to be legit. They seem to be what the, these people are buying, but I've had it to the point where I bought a drone and the drone wasn't even the drone that I was supposed to get. It was some cheap made thing. And it was like going, okay, so I was supposed to get a drone. Where's the drone? This isn't the drone and it wasn't working and it broke the same day. I got it. So yeah. And I never got my money back for that. And I was so disappointed in myself that I wasted 30 bucks on that. And it wasn't even the drone that was in the picture. So you got to be careful because off-market people, people who have off-market things are selling them and they're not It's like with this bodysuit that they're saying on Instagram. It's the bodysuit of the world. And they're using someone else's ad. Don't ever believe that. Like, I can tell you how many things I have bought from those things. And they're all fake. And it's like, on oh, this bodysuit that's supposed to squeeze my fat in. You know, it's supposed to be a body shape type of thing. It's not a body shape type of thing, guys. It's not. I wore it to get my nails done. And it did not take, it didn't shrink my waist. It didn't. And it's kind of weird because um, I even bought bodysuits from Amazon. And there were two X's. And they did not fit me. It wouldn't go on. And that was the most embarrassing thing. That's the other thing. Just trying my best on not to let things like that get to me is one of the things that I'm going to have to do. But I don't let a lot of things get to me. If it gets really bad, it does get to me. But if it doesn't, it doesn't. But anyhow, like, I'm sorry for ranting. I'm sorry for just going on about some stupidest things. But from experience of buying stuff from from Instagram, and facebook like i did get something legit i bought my daughter two stuffed animals from let's say facebook an ad from facebook and it was the actual thing and it came in and it was two it was a reno cat and um something else a little stuffy and it was legit it was what it was said it was going to be but sometimes it's not and i repeat it's not it is something else like i bought this these overalls and it was supposed to be something funky and it came in looking like something else and then i bought an orange one and a black one and the black one just fucking i'm sorry to say this guys but the fucking black one stinked so bad that i had to
0: wash it
1: and it smelled so bad it, it smelled like something from sheen like i bought black jeans from sheen before and i've had it to the point where sheen jeans actually stink like i said getting out of that habit of buying things like that is gonna be hard for me because like i love the ads i love the stuff even with hair loss because i have have hair loss um just trying to get that stuff just trying Mm -hmm. to so the things i'm going to change in my life is trying not to buy things that are ads on instagram i can't promise you everything um trying to buy the legit stuff and find it online properly um find the actual object. but you know what if you can't afford it yeah get the knockoff from okay. it like i'm not saying not to but get the knockoff from okay. it because it's cheaper right because the one one could be like 168 yeah, to 200 bucks but like things are just expensive it's ridiculous. ridiculous but just trying not to buy a lot of things off the ads um trying to make sure that it is what it is doing, re- doing my research is one of them um when i want to talk about something do a research on it other thing is don't take people serious just shrug it off and go whatever you know that's part of life you know that people want to be like this that's fine you know um just trying to sorry guys my computer keeps going off on me but just trying to get to the point where um you're not buying fake things you're not buying things off of instagram or facebook that's not legit so yeah, that's gonna be hard, but I'm gonna be able. To, I think I'm gonna be able to do it. Just sticking to my budget is one of the things that I'm gonna have to do with my life, and changing that, like sticking to a budget, saying, okay, I have this much money, I can't spend this, I have this to pay. Waiting for my bills to come out. That's gonna be the biggest life changing that I'm gonna have to make. But plus, I'm trying to get off my ass and just make a big life change and how I'm gonna do it, and just keep talking to you guys about it who listens, who watches. And just enjoy myself doing it and hopefully God that I can, you know, hopefully God that I, sorry for saying his name
0: in vain, if anybody's listening
1: to this, hopefully I can do it and I can do it to the point where if I believe in myself, I know I can do it, I can do whatever I want. Just trying to get to that point is going to be difficult for me, but getting to it will be accomplished in my life. I feel good. I'll keep going on that routine. I will not stop. I'll just keep going and going and going until I get to where I want to be. A place of my own.
0: Losing weight. Being
1: healthy for my kids. And, yeah. And, men, do me a favor. When you're talking to a woman online, don't automatically call them up and start doing something to yourself because you think that woman needs to see that. No, we just want to talk. But I'm sorry for mentioning that. I should never mention that. I'm not interested in seeing that right now. I'm interested in getting to know somebody. I am a single mother too. And I don't really make care of this causes This confrontation. But seriously. We're not interested in seeing it. Or you doing something to it. While we're sitting here on the phone with you. Just by experience. Please do not do that. Smart enough. But. I, I'm just like so baffled. <laughs> that. I know i can do it i believe in myself i can do it but those are the life changings that i want to make in my life and i'm hoping that i can do it and that i can get off my ass and make those life changings, and just do it because seriously you know if i want to be a better person if i want to be in a better place in my life in five to six years down the road i have to get off my ass and do it and manifesting it or talking about it or believing in it. And people look at you going, well, you can't do it. Just say, fuck you and go, you know what I
0: mean? I I stopped
1: myself there. Just, excuse me, just, you know, let's just do it. Who cares what people think? Who cares what people say, how to say, just get up and do it and prove to yourself that you can do it. Don't prove it to that person. Prove it to yourself. Because let me tell you something. That's what I'm doing. I've always been told that I can't do anything. I'm going to prove to these people, and I'm going to prove to myself, actually, I'm actually not going to prove it to these people, but I'm going to prove it to myself that I can do it, and I can do anything. That's why I do YouTube, and that's why I do my podcast, is to prove to myself that I can get the courage up, sit in front of a mic, and tell you guys on how I feel, and what I what is going through my mind and how i'm dealing with it and how i'm dealing with my weight loss how i'm dealing with just gaining weight not able to lose it i am doing this to prove to myself that i can do it and come out of my comfort place and tell people f you leave me alone grow up and stop controlling me and stop telling me that i need to do this or do that this is my body not yours if i want to lose the weight i'm going to lose the weight if i want to go out and Eat hamburgers wine and go out and eat hamburgers. Like, I have to get to that point, but I I know I have to. And I'm going to get to that point. And I'm going to take time to do it. But I can tell you one thing right now. Just trying to get there is going to be the hardest thing I have to do. Because I'm going to have stumps and I'm going to have problems. But anyhow, this is going to be a 30-minute podcast. And i hope you enjoyed it and i hope you enjoyed my rants but before i end this please hit the subscribe button notification button and don't forget to um you know don't forget to go check out the video i'll link it down below
0: but i did leave
1: my youtube channel down below that has us on it and go check it out and i hope you guys are having an amazing day i'm sorry if i said anything offensive and i'm sorry that if you didn't like what i said but anyhow i'm just trying to get this to- do long um, 30 minutes. But well, you all have a good min- day. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Bye, guys. Love you. Bye.
0: Hello, everyone. And welcome again to Motivational Moments with Tracy D. Armstrong. Today, we are still talking about what's your mess mentally, emotionally, and socially. And how does that affect your status of life? Today, we will have the queen, uh, spontaneous queen, Arshia, and she will be letting you know what one of her messes was in her life and what she did to clean it up. Hello, say hello to everyone. Hello, beautiful people. How you guys doing today? All right, so Ms. Arshia, could you go ahead and tell everyone a little bit about yourself? Yes, my name is
2: Arshia Adijian a.k.a. Spontaneous Queen, um, I empower women. I love empowering women and helping them grow, develop them personally, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. But I, I am known for helping the queen increase the, and their values and increase their income level. So that's what I'm known for, and that's who I am.
0: Okay, that is awesome. I'm I'm sure plenty of people would like to increase their income and be the queen that's within them. So I know that life hasn't always been that great. Okay, so let's dig a little bit into what is one of the messes, as I could say, that you've gone through in your life? Mm. I had many
2: messes. Um, I remember growing up, um, my childhood wasn't so, uh, so good. Uh, I was in an environment where I couldn't freely talk. Mm-hmm. Um, on the outside looking in, I was a happy-go-lucky kid. My self-esteem, my confidence was through the roof. But internally, I was suffering and I was dealing with uh, a mental and a verbal now, when I was a smaller, it was a, a sexual abuse. And I remember it happening at three and four. At those stages, some people don't remember, but I remember. And then we moving all the way from um, elementary to high school, I kind of put it out of my mind and just start, just being a kid. But getting out of high school and then realizing that thing that happened was supposed to happen, and that's when life started kicking in for me. Um, then that's when I start going in internally and beating myself up because that thing that happened, you know, I was unable to unpack the things that was happening in my life. And a big part of me un- unraveling that mess and getting out of that mess, I linked on God and His principles and His words. And without him at that time, like I told, like I worked in a mental health hospital, I told them I can easily be in their shoes because of the things that I endured as a child. Um, no one should have to experience that, but I'm happy that I did experience it because it was a part of my story, a part of my mess that I had to clean up because a lot of people don't want to go through things. And for me, I had the spirit of, I was always looking forward to being optimistic, no matter what happened in my life and what came my way, my mindset at that time that got me uh, forward in life was always being optimistic. So that was one of the messes that I had to clean up. Then once you go through those stages in life, you can't completely go through the, the development stage there's no way that you can complete all those stages and not um, be stuck in one stage. So me going to college, like I said, me going to college and me experiencing life was my savior. It was uh, it allowed me to create my foundation or the things that wasn't serving me, the things that I wanted in my life while I was still figuring out some things. So. Sometimes people look at it as okay, this person got it together because they they're at this age or they at that age. But it's some people that still iron out their messes. And but when, whenever you decide to embrace that mess and say, okay, this served me, and it no longer served me anymore, that's when you're able to push past those things. So a lot of my messes come from the early childhood with the abuse and then carrying that stuff into my adulthood because I didn't know how to go through it and and weed those things out until I had to learn and experience it the hard way. And then some of my mess carried on into my relationships and my relationships with my friends or my relationships with my partners until I decided, hey, I'm meeting different people but I'm getting most of the same stuff. Then those, that's when I had to go and stick the finger at me. And then I had to discover my self-worth, myself, um, who I am. I had to get to know me again. You understand? Sometimes we take this stuff from our high school days and who, who we are and what people think we are. But when you grow up, you're like, okay, I don't live that lifestyle no more. or That's not who I want to portray myself to be. And so that's Um, most of my messes came from with the early childhood all the way to the relationships. That's how
0: I identify my messes. Okay, wow. And I'm sure that there's plenty of people out there that can identify with some of those same messes. And I know there's some people who still haven't recognized and embraced those messes to be able to even overcome that trauma, especially from childhood. Some people are (laughs) still... carrying that mm-hmm. with them throughout today so you you kind of touched on it so you I know you explained how it affected you mentally and emotionally mm-hmm. and a little bit about socially could you go a little bit more into like you said how um, it affected relationships and friendships your social life and how did it affect your status of
2: living okay okay so me experiencing that trauma, that was a, that was a traumatic um, event. So a lot of people think they have to go to the war to experience PTSD. I was experiencing that PTSD before I even knew what it was. Um, I started to identify those things by me going to school for um, human services and read, reading upon those things. Then I begin to learn people, personalities. And then I sort of identify Those are things that I was doing. And it's no longer serving me. Um, and also me going into bringing that, because we bring those baggages, even though we don't even know it's baggage, we bring it that mess inside of the relationship. So me going through that experience and then not having a, a parent that's nut- like a nurturer, Uh, you understand sometimes it allows you to stay in that state until you dig inside of yourself to say okay this is no longer serving me anymore so what i mean by i wrung that mess inside of my relationship was me growing growing out of um out of high school going to college you know when they say oh you're 18 you're grown but your mind is still developing and so it took me a little bit longer because of what happened at three and four my development stage at that at that time wasn't fully developed so what took me like take somebody else this time it took me this time because i had to go back and learn reading the fundamentals of reading because no matter what if you don't get those readings writing um spelling math the, the fundamental of the of the schools and stuff like that the things that you learn it plays a part of your um it plays a big part of your confidence so me getting out of uh, high school then I went to school for music then you figure out like okay I'm still bringing this environment inside of this environment and then I had my daughter while I was in college I had my daughter You understand? So I'm still not figuring out what my mess was entirely. I was, I was able to release some of those things because I, my faith and the principles that I was standing on was so strong, so strong for me not to quit on myself. But then I was, I brought a life into this world. So all the things that I had going on, I, at that time, I had, I believed that I had to forget about my dreams, forget about what I'm doing to raise this person because she did not decide to be here. I decided I want her to be here. So I wanted to make sure that she wasn't lacking anything. So then after that, me getting married and then I still hadn't identified my mess. Then the thing that I saw in my parents' relationship it might not play out the exact same way in my relationship, but some of those bits and pieces was in my relationship with the verbal abuse, um, a little bit of physical abuse, emotionally, spiritual abuse. And and remember my, my mind at that time wasn't fully developed because I wasn't able to release those certain things that happened in my childhood. I released it enough to go to college to get it. But at that time, I wasn't able to hold a lot of things. In because if you don't have those uh, foundations in your life, just like you say, you have to release something in order to get something. So me being in this relationship that wasn't serving me, and I wanted to move forward while that person was trying to keep me stagnant. So that was one of the messes. I was in And then I got out that that relationship. Before a year, I was doing everything. I, I got into another degree. You know, I thought, okay, I got, I got everything. ironed out, I release everything. I didn't know. I didn't release everything. Until it comes up and pop up as a trigger. <laughs> then I knew that, okay, I was doing well at managing those things. But I didn't know how at that time how to release it. And sometimes when I was in church, I went from being Baptist to non-denomination. Yeah, they speak about being, you know, casting those things out, but they didn't talk about releasing those things. And not, you know, for me, I didn't know how to release those things. I didn't know about meditation. I didn't know about taking time out for myself. I didn't know about all of that. Then I got into another relationship, a marriage. Then we were doing good, but the thing is we wasn't fighting, we wasn't cussing, we wasn't doing all that kind of stuff. Well, I wasn't. And, but it was the mental abuse, the silent. I had to go through the mental abuse silently because even though I wasn't doing that, that person was doing that. And financial abuse. See, I didn't never had to experience that in my other relationship. But then in this relationship i experienced it so at the level when i when i met that person on we was perfect we was aligned. we was equally yoked at that time but the sooner i start, decided to step outside of that norm or that culture because i married an african guy you understand and he was 10 years older than me mm-hmm. so me wanted to educate this stuff even though most of those african guys not saying all of them, but most of them, their background, they value education and his mannerism. You understand that's how I grew up. But me I wanted to further my education because he allowed me to go to school to get my bachelor's degree. He understood what I was trying to do and he was okay with it. And he respected me and supported me. But when it came to, okay, I want to step out here and get my. Work in my business, oh, it wasn't that support. So it was a tug of war I had to go through. Then I had to realize to myself is, okay, I'm, I'm five years into this relationship. I accomplished this with this person. We got a house built. I don't want to be in a society. Everything looks good because I, I check it out on paper. I want to internally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. I want to live out those things. That's who I am. I'm very honest, what you get from me is what you see. (laughs) And that person and uh, unconscious, his tribe, uh, took over most of the things that he was supposed to do as a man in the house. It started off like that um, in the early beginning, but sometimes when you belong to a tribe or you haven't come out of that mindset and you haven't truly developed as a man, it's so easy to get influenced by other people because they think because what they're doing in their household or what they're doing, what you're supposed to do. And we already knew the dynamics of our relationship. He was African, I was American. And we was totally okay with that because he had told me, hey, be who you are, you don't have to change. But then when the influence by his friends start coming to the plane, then those dynamic that we had said we wanted, it was okay, it all started to change. And unfortunately, his friends' influence was way stronger than his commitment and his vows that he had made to his family. So I had to decide for Arshia, spontaneous queen, what is going to make me happy. Having a four bedroom house with a movie room, with a nice backyard big, a built to the ground up. I don't care about material things. Because I know how I I can go earn those things if I want that. Or anything that I want, I can go get those things. For me, like I say, I'm a sucker for love. Okay. I don't care about material things. I like them, but I don't have to have them to show off um, for my friends or anything. So he was in a type of community where instead of him living that life, they was and portraying, oh, I'm gonna do this, but they wasn't really living it like that. So at that time, I had to figure out this is a mess that I I put myself in because I prayed for it. I uh, did all this kind of stuff. We even did counseling before we got married. So I couldn't put all the blame on him. So after I sorted through my mess, and it took me a whole year, it was 2019, I asked God, if this person is for me, allow me to work it out and do everything that I need to do. But if it's not serving me any longer... Give me the the way and the the, the things I need to do to get out of this. Because me coming to them as a wife, letting you know, hey, I don't like this and I don't like that, and they brushing it off, it's not a priority to them anymore. So now i got to choose what's best for me and my daughter. And because I know that I have a high tolerance for pain, I have a high tolerance. And not because I tried to have a high tolerance. I had to. Have a high tolerance because my childhood, what I endured. So me learning a little bit about myself work and what I deserve, I had to make a choice, a split decision. Okay, what did I, what do I want? Do I want to stay at a job that is not serving me? Or do I want to create a legacy for my daughter and I, and, and serving myself when it comes to the business? And even though entrepreneurship was scary to me, but I had that spirit is, if I have it in my mind, I'm gonna do it and you're not gonna stop me. And I had to make a decision where, excuse me, I had to make a decision where you being uh, my partner is not gonna stop me. So it was a hard decision and it took me a a year, but even though it took me a year to make that big decision, it was, uh, I was contemplating that decision the year after we got married i didn't see any progress because i was i'm not too big on okay you got to be perfect 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 i allow people to have room to grow but even though i was being patient and allowing that person room to grow and i was teaching them and they was you know it was supposed to be an experience that we teaching each other but that person didn't have grace for me that person didn't allow me to have her enough room for me to grow. So that decision and that mess, that helped me get out of my next decision. So when I got out of that, that decision and that mess, I didn't get into another relationship. After two years, I decided to uh, focus on Arshia. And this time I put, I put in the hard work and that was focusing on me. Even though you might wanna be in a relationship, even though you missed because hey, when you're in a relationship for that long, you, you miss being in the room with that person. You miss being around that person. So it was a big adjust, adjustment for me financially. Um, it was a big adjustment for me. It was a big adjustment for me being by myself. So in order for me to go to the next person or to the next level, I had to uh, sort out my mess and organize it and put it in, into um, an order in order for me to move on to my next level in life, or if I'm gonna have a, a healthy relationship. Because now I know what I deserve. Now I know my self-worth. Now I'm not going to pick somebody because of their potential. I'm not longer doing that anymore. Um, you know, it's not always about the money and the status for me. And of course, my our status was good over, including you know, with him and not even including mine. So that was a a way big adjustment because when I met him, he wasn't making $100,000. He was making make $8 an hour. So me for moving from that point to this point, and then I was in the healthcare field, you know, professional field. So that was a big adjustment for me, but I rather look crazy on the outside not chasing, but living in my authenticity and living my being happy on the inside truly, then being quiet and let somebody pull me in turmoil, allow somebody to say, okay, you're gonna do this. You're gonna do that. No, I don't care if I have to live in a, a little small apartment or sell my stuff. That's the type of person I am. I don't care about those things. I care about my happiness, and I care about my daughter' happiness. And I noticed that my t- tolerance was really, really high. But at the time, I had to think about my daughter, and that's a, that's my intolerance for my daughter is a zero. When I see start seeing her mentally, emotionally start getting affected, then all everything goes out the window. So that's um, when it comes to. My relationships and the mess and how I carried it—that was the, one of the biggest mess I had to get out of.
0: Thank you for sharing that. You mentioned that you had to release it. Now, for someone who may be going through maybe some of the same situations, um, what are some things that you may have done in order to release it? And this is this is kind of like the how to clean it up part of it. So you mentioned releasing it. You mentioned you realized your self-worth. What are some things that you did in order to get to that point to clean up those messages? So one of the things I
2: did, because I know that I was involved in a lot of things, I cut those things out. I had to make myself sit down and focus on me. Um, some of the times when my daughter was visiting her family or something like that, I would just shut myself up in the apartment and put the meditation and music on. Sometimes I would just pray, lay down on the floor and just pray. Or sometimes I would lay on my back on the couch and say, "Okay, I'm speaking to the younger Archie. You don't have to be afraid anymore." I would say this to myself: "You are safe. Um, now that you're in a safe place." you don't have to live in survival mode anymore. All those triggers that kept popping up, I started releasing those triggers. For me, um, once I started doing those things, slowly it started to come out of my life and it didn't come back anymore. And also one thing that I have done is, I remember that I had to forgive my mother. I wrote on a piece of paper all the things that she had done in my life, um, all the things that she had done to sabotage me. I had to write it on a piece of paper because I was at a mental state and I was mentally mature to talk to those, talk to her about that. But she wasn't at that point that she wanted to talk to her, talk to me about those things. So even though she wasn't at that point, I didn't allow her to intrude in my life. I put a healthy boundary up. So in order for you to release yourself, start putting up healthy boundaries to protect your space, to protect your garden and don't allow anybody, who it don't matter who, are, who they are to you, start protecting yourself. Um, another thing, I, after I wrote those things on a piece of paper, I said to myself, now I release it, I, I don't pick these things back up anymore. I release you. I forgive you, and then I allowed those words and those vibrations. Because um, sometimes the words that carry vibrations. Um, so I took. I, I did. I took apart um, the words what the person said to me or how they done or treated me. I detached it from that person. Once I started doing that, that was a big factor in my life as well. And it was a meditation that I use on med- um YouTube. It's like an eight hour meditation. And those it depends on what you're dealing with. So sometimes in my it was like a trigger that popped up and that I thought I released. Or it can be um, something pertaining relationships. Or anything that you were suffering with, I was asleep listening to those meditations. And when you wake up, it feel like all if you can feel it coming out of your body. So that was a major part of what I have done, and I still do it to this day because even though you feel like you release it, we we have to release things every single day. Like I said, every day is a release a day, and don't allow somebody' atmosphere to intrude in yours. So once I had to learn about all of that. Um, I have to go and look up self-worth, my value, what I deserve, how to speak up for myself, and not just sit quiet while somebody is doing things to me. I have to go back and learn all of those things over So those are some of the things that help serve me when releasing. So it's up to you if you want to write, up the, write down those things and burn it so nobody don't see it again. So then also you have to embrace it because it was wronger to your life as an opportunity to get you to the next level. And don't look at those things as mistakes. So once I start coming to grips that all of this stuff served me, um, my ex-husband, he served me. We're friends to this day. And sometimes I have to say, okay, he's not my enemy. Once you can hear your own voice coming out of your, your mouth and as a vibration. Once you hear yourself say, that's not my enemy. You know, the things that he have done, he did it to the best of his ability at that time. And his actions is not a reflection of me being a wife. I can't control what he does and what he do and how he operates or how my mother operates. I can only control how I respond and how I allow those people to come in my life. So when I tell you, it took me, I'm gonna say three weeks to face myself. Then once I did that, I it became an everyday practice for me. And then when I sit down and I did that, it sped my life up so it sped it up so fast. It sped it up. Because the, not only that you release those things, the words that you're saying. And coming out of your reality is the words that you live living. And once I did that, the things that they I see that I can see spiritually too, the things that I seen that they were trying to do, it can no longer affect me anymore. But now that I'm at a level spiritually, I can see through and see past those things. It also taught me how to maneuver um, around those type of people. And then also, even though I was in a community with people, I don't have to be in communing with them. <laughs> it's my responsibility to encourage, um, to motivate while we're in the community together. But it's not my job to pull you to your greatness. And when I learned how, because I'm a healer, um, even though I'm a healer, healer that don't mean I'm, I'm going to automatically be assigned to you. And it's not my job or my duty to pull you out if you're not ready to be pulled out. And sometimes I might speak a word to somebody. I know that word is going to be customized to them and their experience. And it's going to be meant for them at that time. So that's why when you see me operate, it's not because I'm trying to be like distance myself or I think oh, I like these people more than I like these people. Is I protect myself because I feel a lot of stuff. I see a lot of stuff. And I read the reading before I even come in. <laughs> I'm reading your energy. So me by by me in connection with you, your energy can transfer to me. And I might not I might not contact that. So that's why I always protect my energy. And by me putting all that love and energy. And everything that I was putting into those people and those relationships, I start putting into myself. And when I said it sped me up so fast, and then that's how I was able to create a spontaneous even though I created that in 2019, but I'm I'm able to live out those things and and truly believe it by me my my actions and how I live and my tribe and the people that attract to me, they believe it, and I don't have to convince people to believe it. So that's the type of life that
0: I'm living. Wow, I'm I'm <laughs> because you said so many things right there in that space. Um, you mentioned one thing that I, I know I'm going to remember. You said when someone triggers you, or the words trigger you, you detach those words from that person because that person isn't the one that is actually causing that trigger. It's situation from the past or something yes. that you heard from someone else. That's good. That that one right there. I was like, "Ooh, <laughs> doing that." Yeah, and then when you said that you can't, you can't control other people, you couldn't control him. He did the best that he could do at that time. You couldn't control your mother. She did the best of what she thought was the best at that time, but you can only control how you respond to what they do to you. That's great. That's great. Oh, you that that's the mental. That's, (laughs) Emotional. That's the social and that is the status. And those ways that you use to help clean up your situation and clean up your mess, the meditation and the writing it down and burning it, those are some great ways. So if anybody's out there and you're going through any of those types of situations, I would say do some of those things. Those things, those suggestions will help. Now, Arshia, is there a platform that um, people can follow you on, or because you say you're a healer, also? Yes, so I am. What, what exactly do you do when it comes to to that aspect of life? So, I don't have a specific name for it because
2: I let I let the Holy Spirit guide me. So, me by me talking to you could be healing to you, or I can lay my hands on you without even touching you. I can hear you. Um, by me having a conversation with a person, I can always pick up what they need or God can tell me what they need. So the type of healing that I do is it could be emotionally, spiritually. Um, and over the time, we can create a plan to get you to your next level. So that's a part of the increase, create, uh, increasing your value and income level. And in order for us to get to the income level, we had to get to, through you, your foundation. So I'm teaching about self-work, the sabotaging behaviors. I'm teaching about the practices you can do or the techniques you can do in order to heal yourself. Because even though I'm giving you these things and I'm helping heal you, it's a teamwork. And um, sometimes it can just be a form of prayer. Um, I am a licensed, um, certified, licensed Christian counselor, or for people that I am a counselor. I welcome all religions. I'm a lot of things. I coach. <laughs> I do music. Um, I'm into the speaking. I am an author. So, like I said, just come, just have a conversation, and I can tell. I can always tell what you need by the conversation. Um, I know that I have like different healing cards. Um, it's not like a tarot reading because the information is coming through me. Just, it's like a visual. I can le- put the card up with like a visual. I also have those type of cards too. It depends on that person. Um, you can always book me by texting me uh, at 281-806-5366. 281-806-5366 and you can just simply text me heal or guidance or 101 you know anything that resonates with you just text me um, so we can start on your your journey to healing or your journey to increasing your um your value so i can remind you who you are because you already know who you are Sometimes we need people, people in place to, hey, hey queen, hey, king, this is who you are. This is how you show up to the world. To take off those labels that everybody put on you and you put on yourself, then remind you, hey, you still that king inside. You need to, to develop that area. So that's one of the ways that you can um, contact me. You can also contact me through my website, www.spontaneousqueen.com. If you read through it, it's a tab that say, work with me. And that's the quickest way to get um, across to me to book a one-on-one strategy session. So we can see, okay, what do I need? Do I need spiritual help? Do I need healing? Do I need help increasing my value? Do I need help with my career or being an entrepreneur? Because sometimes being an entrepreneur, you need help um, There's being a springboard to somebody. You need help to know, hey, I'm not in it by myself. You need positive people to be in your corner, to be your account- account- uh, accountability partner. So it's what the experience with what you make it. And I'm going to give you homework to challenge yourself. And we're going to go on your pace. It's not my pace. It's not we're about the money, me. It's always about to get into your next level with me. So again, I reiterate that. You can always reach out to me by texting me. Or if you feel comfortable calling, you can call 281-806-5366, text me. And if you hear different prompts, like motivational speaking, uh, I used to do a fitness, dance fitness. But if you want to reach me, reach me a pound six,
0: you're going to reach Spontaneous
2: Queen, which is me.
0: Well, thank you so much, spontaneous queen. I thank you and appreciate you for taking your time out to come on and to share with the world what's your mess and how you cleaned it up. Greatly, greatly appreciate it. And again, everyone, I leave you with this. If you wanna stay sad, live in the past. If you wanna stay anxious and worried, live in the future. If you wanna be happy, Live in the present state of mind. Again, this is Tracy D. Armstrong, your motivational mentor. Have a great day.